We don't need Tumblr. No, don't look at porn before the show. <laughs> it's not that kind of travel show. You may not use that as an opener. Too late. <laughs> From some far-flung corner of the globe. Wait. The globe is a sphere. How does it have corners? Shut up. This is the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. Now with even more Shivo and a few of their traveling friends. Each of them sharing stories of everyday experiences of travels around the world. Hello, vicarious travelers from all around the globe. Welcome back to Bangkok, Thailand. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. Together, we thank you for following along with our journeys around the world. Really? That's the voice you're going to use today? Hey, listen, lady, uh, a couple of things. Coming up on the program, you, don't forget, we have Tony Smith, longtime podcaster, good friend of ours, and now actually a client of mine. And speaking of that. Yes. Speaking of clients of mine, I have clients. That's nice. I like that. How exciting is that? So I have decided, after many years of fighting it, that I actually know what I'm doing in this whole podcasting space. And a few people are actually, and Tony is one of them, and are you know using my services to help get their podcast launched. So he's got a new one that's launching mm, any day now. In fact, I'll let him tell you about it a little bit at the end of this. Um, and I got two more clients that were in the process of launching. One should be live probably by the end of this month, and I think the other one should launch at the end of May. So fantastic. Yes. And, so, you're, and you're having fun doing it. I'm having a blast. Yay, I like that. I'm having a blast making good content, making great things out there. So, yeah. So, hey, if you know of anybody who wants to start a podcast and needs some help, uh, that's me. That is you. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today, honey. What did you want to talk about today? Chiang Rai is the absolute worst. Oh, I don't know. It is the absolute worst place to vacation. No, I wouldn't say that at all. It was, it was, it was not great. I mean, step first thing that really bugged me about the place, it was in the middle of the burning season. Well, that wasn't good, but... Burning season means just smoke everywhere. I mean, living in Los Angeles... It's less smog, less smoke in the air than this. I mean, the, the, they're burning the fields. It's just sm- smoke, soot, and ash everywhere. That is true, but it was still enjoyable. Theoretically, we're supposed to be in the mountains. I didn't see them. Couldn't see any mountains because of the stink <laughs> of smoke. Right. Good God. I mean, I remember leaving when we flew out of there and finally broke over, I don't know what it was, 20,000 feet or whatever, outside of the smoke layer. It's like, oh, look, the sky's still blue. We hadn't seen a blue sky for three days we were up there. No, we hadn't. Wrong thing to do. Burning season is the wrong time to be in Chiang Rai. Just. Maybe, but I do want to go back. I don't know. What did you want to go back? Well, what did you think about the White Temple? (laughs) So the White (laughs) Temple is what it's known for. What is that? Wat Kun Run Run? Something like that. I don't even can't remember the name. Okay. Well known for this white temple. If a listener out there, you take a look, uh, just, just Google White Temple Chiang Rai, and, and you'll see this thing. This beautiful white temple. Ele- elegant. Very elegant, very ornate designs, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, friggin' nightmare fuel. 
were some creepy aspects to it. Friggin' nightmare fuel designed by a dude who took way too many hallucinogenic drugs when he was a younger man. Or an older man, I don't know. Maybe. I but but he had he had some really cool artwork that wasn't LSD inspired. I'm pretty sure all of his artwork was LSD. <laughs> Perhaps you're referring to the picture of George Bush riding a rocket ship into outer space? No, that's that's LSD <laughs> inspired, but I'm talking about the other ones with the sun coming down onto the Buddha. Those were pretty beautiful. Did you see the one that showed the this like the side profile view of somebody that was really a monster's face when the no. other person was eating it? It was like a landscape of a cliff side that was really a head. I missed that. And somebody was inside the mouth being eaten by it. I'm telling you, this dude is tripping you, all the time. How could you miss showing that to me? I showed it to me. We were in the same place. I know, but you obviously didn't show it to me. Look, you... I saw that and you saw something that was beautiful. I don't know where that was. <laughs> I don't went to the same place or not. All I know is I went to some creepy ass white temple where there were, I don't know, at least 50 other thousand people out there not being as freaked out as things as I was, which makes no sense. <laughs> Creepiest I, place on earth. It was. It was pretty creepy, but it was fun. It was interesting. That's a place of worship. You're supposed to go inside and like, you know, be all relaxed and calm than whatever Buddhists do. I don't see how you could be that going in there. I saw several people praying. And yeah, I would be praying to get the hell out of there. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's so peaceful and interesting and cool. And people talk about it as a beautiful place. It's creepy. But, but the Black Temple. Oh, no, the Black Temple was cool and all. Yeah, as long as you're into dead things and dicks. <laughs> there were a lot of dead things. And a lot of dicks there. I mean, everything, chairs made out of buffalo horns, sounds interesting. Why you need, I don't know, seven different buildings filled to, like, stacked up as in restaurant tables and chairs in there, just just made out of buffalo horns? And the alligators were, the skins and the heads were all the way across the tables. Yeah. I Multiples. Get, taxidermy is always a weird thing anyhow. I don't, I don't get a lot of taxidermy, but th these alligators, where they got the alligators from, I have no idea. We, I've seen no alligators in Thailand. No, I haven't either. Maybe they're here somewhere. We just haven't, haven't stumbled across them yet. But they're just basically cut them open, lay them out, and dry them. And done. You have dead alligator on top of a table where I guess the natural place for alligators to be. I, and it had everything. Like They were fully intact. It was... They were beautiful. Very beautiful. Again, if you like dead. dead things and dicks. And dicks. My God, what's up with the dicks? You can buy a slingshot for your <laughs> eight-year-old nephew. He's holding a giant penis in his hand made out of wood while he shoots somebody else with a rock. Can I just let all the ants or all, all of our brothers and sisters know that we did, are not sending the dick slingshots to... We totally to should have sent the dick <laughs> slingshots to people. Why didn't we think about that then? I think I was mesmerized by all the dicks hanging out in this place, and I didn't think about doing that. Seriously, the guy's got a fascination. Do you remember the water well? There's a non-working water well yeah. off to the side with a long wooden, um, I don't know what that beam is that you pull down. On the back of it, the counterweight was balls, and on the front of it going in was the head of a cock. I like the little uh, hot uh, dash hound dog. Do you remember that on the what? table? 
I, I took you back over to one of the areas that had a table outside. Yeah. And it had little statues. And there was a dash hound that the head of the dash hound was a dick. Is that how you pronounce that word, by the way? Dash hound? Uh-huh. Yeah, dash hound. Is that hound. the right way? Yeah. Wiener dog you're talking about. Yeah. Dash hound. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyhow, continue. So anyway, um, the head of it was a dick. And then on top of that, it had the little saw, the little bitty saw head, remember? Saw, yeah, like 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 a like a circular saw. Yeah. But but it was the size of a quarter, so right. right? Yeah, right. And then there was another little statue that the tip of that penis had a nail sticking out of it. And this was a dog that had the head of a penis and these are two I'm different confused. statues. Okay, all right, got it. One is got the it. dog. One, is it just a regular Dachshund? That's uh-huh. how I pronounce the word, by the way. Oh, Dachshund. yeah. Dachshund is how I've always pronounced it. I'm pretty sure it's Dachshund. But anyhow, so was that normal? Was the Dachshund just a normal wooden statue of a, of a wiener dog, or was anything weird about it? That's the one that had the head of a penis. So it didn't have a Dachshund's head. Right. It had it, a dick for a head. Yes. And so then a wiener had, dog with a dick for a head. And then on top of the head of the... And the head had the saw, saw thing. Sho- yeah. so, like, so it's a, a, a like something out of the movie saw shoved inside of a head of a dog, which is really a head, it's a dick right. of a dachshund. Right. I don't remember seeing that. I remember seeing some of these. But see, this, this, this place is so <laughs> goddamn bizarre. <laughs> You miss things like a Dachshun with a dick for a head with a saw <laughs> and a nail, or I guess. Right. Interesting, but yeah. It weird. was kind of creepy. Weird. It was kind of creepy. So what about Songkran? Oh, Songkran Festival. Yeah, Songkran Festival. It's like, so it's a three-day water fight. Yes. It's, but it's really it's like somebody mixed April Fool's Day and the 4th of July together. It's a I, holiday for dicks. For people what? to be dicks to each other. Oh, I was okay. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. We're not. We're on that dick discussion. We're like, on a different kind of discussion. Yeah. I missed that. Um, okay, I saw no fireworks, but no, no, no. Fourth of I, July. Right. Here's what I mean You're by the Fourth of pranks. July. For it, it's it's three days where everybody is drunk, right. driving around, throwing large quantities of water and yes. talcum powder for some whacked reason at each other just for the because that person walked outside. My my understanding is that. The talcum powder is specific to Chiang Rai. Oh, like okay. other other know, areas don't it, don't use right. it. So they're just even bigger dicks in Chiang Rai. Okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, I I liked it. I had a lot of fun during it. There was good live music. Yeah, but you're missing the fact that you couldn't walk down the street without getting water, and not just any kind of water, ice friggin' cold water. It's not dickish enough just to throw water at somebody. You have to hide the fact that you have a giant iceberg inside of the barrel so that the water is just over the freezing temperature. Oh, it was so cold. Too goddamn cold. Not always cold is great when you're hot. I get it. I get it. Water was refreshing a bit, but seriously. After a while, it did get to be too cold because you're just soaking wet, like from head to toe. Just insane. It's 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 drinking, it's throwing water, squirting with water guns. It's like if you are a total and complete dick to people, you should hang out in Chiang Rai. It is everything you want it to be. And you you were a little bit of a dick to some of the children. Well, that's because it brings out the best in me. <laughs> Look, I didn't want to be a dick to these children. 
But they were throwing water at me first. <laughs> they deserved it. But you tricked them. Well, that's because they're just young and dumb. Oh. I mean, how can I not do that? That's just mean. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Taught them all. Anyhow, that was our vacation to Chiang Rai. I would do it again. I liked it. <laughs> I don't think we should do it again. You know what else? I also don't think I should do any more recording of shows when I've got a hangover. Probably not. Kind of an asshole. <laughs> It was trying to get um, fit a while ago to kind of do all this kind of, you know what I mean, kind of the idea is to, to kind of walk. You know, I, I did actually walk out the, the Roman Wall last year where it was building up to kind of get fit for everything like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm getting the I'm getting the 50, you know, for <laughs> there. Right, I know. It's it. not that far away from you us, know? is it? <laughs> We're not getting any younger, but luckily travel can be enjoyed at any age. Right, I am Tony C. Smith from the kind of host of Starship Sofa and the kind of the producer, the kind of, I guess, the, the man of the District of Wonders Network and soon a little Your Remarkable Adventures podcast as well. So that's, that is who I am. I'll be honest, the story Tony is about to tell is, well, a little challenging. Use it as a cautionary tale of what not to do before setting out on your remarkable adventure. Well, this is a while ago, so it's always been on my mind to kind of get it, to get these adventures done. So, a good wife, you know, made, I joined a kind of one of these kind of fancy gyms in Newcastle. You know, honestly, cost a fortune, fancy gym. And was going there and I started to do as well, try and look after, you know, what I was eating. And I started, I hit upon these, you know, the dried apricots. Dried apricots. Dried apricots, you know, like, so it's like dried food. So I was eating, you know, I was eating them instead of meals and eating lots of them instead of meals. And I ate too much one day of these kind of dried apricots. And I was at this fancy gym doing the exercises and I was like, oh, I've got a pain. I've got a pain, pain, pain. And I was with my friends, you know, and I'm talking like it was a proper plush gym. And yeah. we're doing these kind of things called bums and tums, you know what I mean, to get all kind of sorted for, to get fit for these kind of adventures. And I say to my friend, Dicky, I says, Dicky, I'm going to have to go to the toilet. <laughs> I've got this hell of a pain here. So he came down with us. And I'm talking, you know, the bag was kilogram bag I'd had of dried apricots. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So gets in, you know, gets in the top, and by this time I'm kind of doubled up with this pain, knowing what it was. Obviously, greedy, greedy. Yeah. Totally couldn't just eat the kind of the, the little bit. Do you know what I mean? We had to, had to kind of go the full hog and eat a full bag. Do you oh. know what I mean? So we're in, <laughs> we're in this kind of toilet, and I'm going, oh, give us, give us a minute. I'm going to have to go, you know, into the kind of cubicle. So it goes into the cubicle, and you've got to kind of picture it, evil there. So I'm in this cubicle, doubled up with me guts. Do you know what I mean? So I just oh. stand up there, you know. I'm, Undoing me buttons like that, and you know, everything's down around my ankles. If you can kind of picture that as well, I get it. Still, st- and guess what I did? Uh... Sneezed. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, I sneezed, and the the bad sight, things happened. Bad things happened. Bad things happened. And honestly, it was. 
I didn't come out of that cubicle for about 25 minutes after kind of having to kind of spring clean the place. <laughs> well, didn't hit anywhere of the ball, if you know what I mean. It kind of, oh, I don't want it. And then we had to go off and finish the bloody gym as well. So, yes, that's kind of, if you're getting prepared for adventures and traveling, you've got to get yourself keep fit. Don't don't go down the route of kind of eating too many apricots. Bags of dried apricots could lead to massive problems when you least expect it. A chew indeed. Wow. How long has it been since you've had a dried apricot now? Oh, I'm back on them now. It's been, it's oh. been you know, it, yeah, it's like a, but certainly not paying a kilogram bag in one go. You know, <laughs> someone, someone hasn't learned their lesson, I think. <laughs> That's the show. We had our first thousand plus download week, which means we've got new people following us. That's great. Yeah. So, hey, thanks, new people, for for following us. That is kind of awesome, which means you probably don't know about our Patreon page. That's right. This show is listener supported. We do have a sponsor. Thanks, Travelsmith. We'll talk about them in a minute. But um, listeners like you out there help us keep the party going. Um, and for those of you who've been around for a while, you know that we use postcards to to do a lot of our funding, and that's still going to continue, but we have new pledge levels. There's a bunch of new things set, new prizes, new gifts, so if you have yet to, if you weren't thrilled about the idea behind a postcard, great. Check out our Patreon page now. It's simply patreon.com slash OPP travelers. There's a link in the show notes. So patreon.com slash op travelers. Uh, and you can go see that. But I also wanted to thank the, um, the people who have been with us for over a year over a year we have 18 people who have been supporting us on patreon for over a year and i'm just blown away by you guys thank you thank you very much and i'm sorry i'm an ass and didn't think about actually thanking you until now good idea honey good You're idea welcome. um so here's who has supported us for a year here we go so thank you tony thank you dave thank you julie thank you justin thank you claire thank you kelly thank you paul thank you a thank you peter Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Rowan. You guys are, the, are my favorite people in the whole wide world because you've been supporting us for over a year. And if you want to be just like them, <sighs> go to patreon.com slash OPP travelers and give us your support today. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for all of the music used in this episode. For Evoterra, I'm Sheila D. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. Cheers from Bangkok! Funding for this podcast and all the great content Shivo produce is made possible by listeners just like you. Visit shivo.wtf slash postcards to pledge your support and get a handwritten postcard each month as they travel abroad. Additional funding provided by Travelsmith, inspiring people to go places they've never been and keeping Shivo looking smart and well-outfitted on their journey. And if you want to travel the world, it's cheaper than you think. Visit shivo.wtf, how appropriate, 
For more details, and click on the house sitting link to find out exactly how they afford to travel the world in style. See you next time on the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. <laughs>